Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You know, we talk about love. We talk relationships, we talk ooh-la-la, you have a question, you call me, you know, you've had a long day at work, you know, long day at home. Spend the night with me. Spend the night on the rendezvous with us. We always have great nights with you calls, with you email. You have a question about your relationship? You can either email me at therendezvousshow.com or you call me 855-905-8255. And I got a question. Is it healthy to spend too much time together at the beginning of a relationship? I'll answer that call next on the rendezvous. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. The Rendezvous is a call-in show. When you have a problem in your relationship, you call me, 855-905-8255. And I've got Melanie listening in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on 100.3 WNIC. Bonjour, Melanie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, and welcome to The Rendezvous. What is going on? What's up? Oh, well, I've been seeing this guy for about three months now, and Uh, we really hit it off. We became inseparable. We are spending a lot of time together, and we're still spending a lot of time together, but it seems almost like he's not as interested in me mm-hmm. anymore as he used to be, and I'm just kind of confused. I'm wondering if maybe we were spending too much time moving into things too fast, or uh-huh. I just really want to know, Simon, what can I do? Okay, so do you guys see each other every day, twice a week? How many times a week and how many nights? We try to see each other about every day. So you see each other every day. And what are the signs? Is he less romantic? Is he less texting you? Is he less worried about you? What are the signs? Well, he's definitely less romantic with me. And I feel like sometimes I'm annoying him a little bit. You're annoying him. Okay. Give me a little funny story. What annoys him the most? Um, well, yesterday I had a really good day at work. And when I saw him after work, I was talking about it, and he made a comment about when I was going to take a breath so he could ask me a question, and that made me feel like I annoyed him. Okay, well, that's not very nice of him. So here's a good solution, okay? You're going to start a little distance. He's taking you for granted, and uh, he has to learn now that you're not just there at all time, and he has to learn to love you as you are, and I want you to, like, step away a little bit. So see him less. You're more busy. You're a bit less available for the ooh-la-la, You're going to go back to the beginning. He's going to have to work again to get you, right? He has to learn that he cannot take you for granted. Oh, well, thank you so much, Simon. But you got to stick to my strategy. Distance and frustration. You've got to frustrate him. A little less ooh-la-la, less available, and trust me, he's going to run right back. And every time you see him and find him doing like this kind of I'm taking you for granted, cut you short in your story or not being nice or romantic, all you got to do, a couple steps back, and he'll come right back running. Okay, thank you so much. Best of luck to you. Thank you for calling me. Have a good night. And Melanie, please keep listening because I got a great tip for you about distance. And that's next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. I was just talking to Melanie, who called me because a boyfriend of three months really take her for granted and even cut her off in her stories, not being nice, not being romantic anymore, just because he maybe thinks he can. So I told Melanie, The strategy that always, always works for me. It's called distance. Take time off and communicate less. Slow down the texting. Less questions per day. Maybe less even ooh texting. Anything that you, you were doing on like on a scale of 1 to 10, 10, go back to 6 or 5. And I guarantee the person will say, what's wrong? What's going on? And that's when you explain to your guy, I feel you're taking me for granted. 
I don't like you cut me off in my stories because you think, you know, I'm too long. You know, you're not being romantic anymore. So maybe you need to rethink about all this. And I'm still here, but I want to be treated with respect and romance. Otherwise, I'm not interested. You've got to set the boundaries of what you want without being afraid of rejection. That's my message. Stay with me. I have an email. Somebody needs my help. And they want to know if they should date or dump. And that's coming up on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. Good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. Two ways to reach out to me. The phone call, of course, always 855-905-8255. The other way is through an email at therendezvousshow.com. And um, I have my wonderful producer who takes care of all the emails on the web. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour, Simon. I see you have a hot email in your hand. I do have a hot email in my hand, and it is a date or dump, dump. for you. It is yes. a date or dump. Yes. So this is from Robert, who listens on Alice 95.5 in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Robert says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Robert. I have a date or dump for you. My girlfriend of almost a year just told me that one drunken night she made out with one of my good friends. Mm. It was about two months into our relationship, and she promised that it only happened that once. But I just don't know if I should trust her anymore. What would you do in my situation? Should I date or dump her? That's a great question, and I've got an answer for you. So stay with me, and I'll answer that next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. This is Simon Marcel, your host. And my accent is French, if you haven't noticed, from Paris. I got an email at therendezvousshow.com from Robert, who said this question, date or dump. He said he's been dating his girlfriend for about a year. And recently, on a drunken night, she admitted to him that she made out with one of his good friends. I mean, that's not good. So she said it was just two months into this new relationship with him. And, you know, then she promised, you know, it was just a one-time thing. And, of course, Robert doesn't know if he should stay with her or dump her. The real question, if you put yourself in the shoes of Robert, is about trust and forgiveness. Because if it was me and my girlfriend just told me that she made out with one of my friends, I go banana. I go banana. Because, A, my imagination goes, was it a one-time French kiss? Was it more ooh-la-la? Made out, what does that mean? What friend? How can a friend does that to me? So my girlfriend is betraying me with my friend. It's two betrayal. It's a lot of negativity. It's a lot of things. I mean, how can you get over that? So, I mean, put yourself in his shoes. If your partner just admits to you that they cheated on you with a good friend of yours, a one-time thing, even if they were drunk, you just go, What? And I'm a romantic, I don't like to go towards the dump answer, but I do feel that's the answer. I feel, you know, the best you can do just is to dump her and save yourself from this because it's pretty vicious to cheat on you and to cheat on you with your friend. And about that friend who made out with your girlfriend, I would cross him or her out of the list too. Because you need to take the toxic out of your life and both betray you and hurt you, and that's enough. So to your question... Robert, should I date her or should I dump her? I say, Robert, sorry, but you have to dump her and start a new relationship with somebody who's not going to betray you, who's a friend of yours. I can't get over that. But should you ever confess something like this? What's the purpose? Should you ever confess an accident to the one you love? And I'll tell you my answer next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. You know, we just had this email from Robert. His girlfriend of a year cheated on him, was one of his friends. And then I thought about this. I said, you know, but 
there's a movie, for instance, called The Bridges of Madison County, right, where uh, you've seen the movies. It's Clint Eastwood, the photographer, and he has an, a five-day affair with a married woman. And at the end, nobody finds out. But only after she's passed, the kids find out what happened. It was an extraordinary five days of love for her. She never confessed. She stayed married with her husband, and they had a, a good life. Should you ever confess a mistake you've made or affairs or stuff like this? I think that there is no good coming out of this. Once you say to somebody, by the way, I did this, you just break the heart of your partner. Instead of taking the blame, maybe going to therapy, maybe going to ask forgiveness if you're religious, whatever it is. But confessing is intoxicating the heart of your partner. And now I'm going to tell you why. Also, as a Frenchman, the culture is different. So stay with me because I know you might be shocked a little. But we have a different way to look at it. And that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I'm from France. I'm from Paris. But I'm an American. Been here for 20 years. I'm a very proud American citizen. But I bring my culture with me, my way of thinking, my education, and, and this thick French accent uh, that I can't get rid of, even with all these English lessons I'm taking every Sunday. Anyway, to the question of when and somebody has committed an affair or somebody made out with somebody in a relationship, like I had this email from Robert and found out his girlfriend cheated on him with one of his friends. The French has the, a saying, which is, the eyes who do not see do not cry. Meaning, once you're married, and if you love your wife, you love your husband, and you've made a mistake, you haven't been caught, it's over, for instance. You never, never admit to that. You amend, you repair, you do your work, you don't destroy families. Now, I know you might say, Simon, you know, but I deserve the truth. I feel like, what do you mean, like, no one should ever confess? I mean, think about it. One life, you make one mistake, and it never happens again. You want to destroy everything you've built with your partner for that? No, you should not. If you have no health risk, then do your work. Go to therapy. Be a better partner. Stop intoxicating other people for your own mistake. That's my take. Let's go back to the phone line. I see all the phones are on fire at 855-905-8255, and I'll take your calls next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Key question. When it comes to affair of people you cheat on or have been cheating on, do you want to know or you'd rather never know? so that you don't get intoxicated. The French have a saying, the eyes who do not see do not cry. I know it's from France, and you might just say, hey, I want to know if somebody cheated on me because I don't want to stay with them. Or you might just say, I don't want to ever know because I don't want to suffer, and I want to keep on my marriage or my relationship intact, and that's somebody else's problem. I want to go to the call. I got Tom listening in Scottsdale, Arizona on Mix 96.9. Bonjour, Tom. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So what do you think? Should you want to know or not know if somebody cheats on you? Honestly, I, I've been in that kind of situation before. Mm -hmm. uh, I had an ex who left me, and there were whispers around our friends group, you know, that she was cheating. But I asked her outright, and she said that she wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I would much rather know completely so that I know who's telling the truth and who's not. If she did cheat on me, I want to know about it so I don't have to, you know— stay up at night and wonder, like, is there something that I could have done or was she just going to cheat on me the entire time, you know? True, but if you think long-term relationship, you think marriage for 50 years, 40 years, and to protect that, what good comes out of admitting a one-time affair? If you don't know, you don't cry, right? So and there's no I, pain for you. I absolutely understand it, but at least for me, as soon as my trust is, 
you know, forsaken, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Nobody lies to me like that. I don't want to stay in a relationship with them anyway, because when's the next time they're going to do it, you know? I totally understand. And I respect that. I, I understand because if I know I'm the same, it's very hard to forgive. But my experience is to protect long-term marriages. Everybody can have make a mistake once. Everybody. The best of us. And that happens. And if we don't have any room to keep secrecy and then work on ourselves, maybe go to therapy, maybe maybe you go to church, whatever religion, whatever helps you to become a better man or better woman, then there's no room for evolution and very difficult chance for long-term marriage to survive to mistakes. Uh- I can understand it. I, I see where you're coming from. I, I guess what it comes down to is if uh, if you're going to do it, you better just stay quiet so nobody finds out, you know? That's that's the French way. The, the eyes who do not see do not cry. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom, for reacting to uh, the show and talking with me about this. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Simon. More rendezvous next. I'm Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Welcome back. You know... There is one question we've all have, I'm sure, in life had to answer. When should we forgive a cheater? And I've been thinking about that in my life a couple of times. And I realize that true love includes forgiveness. Once you are married and somebody makes a mistake, like on a business trip or something, and you know that, but you've had years and years of greatness and happiness, If you can find the strength to forgive in your heart and keep it together, I think it's extraordinarily positive. Now, if it's anything else than that, don't forgive. But we can protect families, couples, relationships, marriage. If there is true love, there is room to forgiveness. Next about that, I have Trisha, a producer who has a great story about cheating and forgiveness. And that's next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, each of us in our life have been cheated on at least usually once or twice. And then we have to decide to forgive or not to forgive. Uh, A web producer, Trisha, uh, you were in a relationship. Yes. Tell us what happened. So I did find out that my boyfriend cheated on me, but I didn't Mm. find out until afterwards. And then you had a choice to make. Forgive or not forgive. Well, so I took him back. You took him back? I took him back, even though he did cheat on me. Why did you take him back? Because he was my first love, and I still felt like I had like unfinished business with him. You took him back. You give him forgiveness. Yes. You're not with him anymore. I'm not with him anymore. Do you regret giving him that forgiveness now you look back? No. No, I don't. Because? Because I've learned from it. And that's a great point. Thank you, Trisha. When you give forgiveness... You also find peace in yourself. That burning sensation of being upset goes away. You do good and you feel good. And you calls are next. Bonjour, welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm your host, I'm Simon Marcel. It's a call-in show. You have a question about your relationship, your marriage, your partnership. All you got to do is call me, 855-905-8255. And I have Abby listening in Keystone, Florida on Mix 100.7 now. Bonjour, Abby. Bonjour, Simon. I love your accent. Ah, merci beaucoup. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Abby, welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up? 
husband and I have been together about 16 years, Mm -hmm. and we have two young children, a 7-year-old and a 2-year-old. We live in a small apartment, Uh and I'm just wondering, how do you keep the ooh-la-la happening when your kids could walk in any minute? Um, Any advice? (laughs) I I see us kind of drifting apart, and so I would love advice how to get that sparked back. Okay, so, and thanks for calling. What you do is you go back to the basic of the beginning. So the house, you know, I said it's a small house. The kids are all over the place. So inside the house, when you were, you remember dating him at the beginning, you were like rabbits, ooh la la there, ooh la la there. Right. The difference now, there's the kids, but there's times the kids are asleep. And I'll give you that little tip, you know, that if the shower is running really loud, nobody hears anything. So, you know, you have to almost date wild. You have to bring back a spontaneous moment safely of course when the kids are sleeping inside outside that's one thing and then the other thing that we all did at the beginning in dating is you remember you prepare you go on a date you already you look good he looks good and you made out in the car you made out in places that were wild and poetic and romantic and passionate you remember these days I do. I miss them. Well, I'm sure, you know, so I'm sure he misses them too. So you got to go back to date outside the house. And I don't mean like date straight to have ulala. Date that brings back to steps of romance. You know, wait for that beautiful sunset and you kiss passionately and then you go and you find the right wild place to make ulala if you get my drift. I do. Yes. And at home, remember, showers allowed, many things that can make privacy possible for married people but you don't want to give up on those moments and believe me he misses them as much as you miss them too oh that's really helpful it is guaranteed i'm a man and i know how important it is to us too or we got to bring back that wild moment of erotism oh i love it okay okay all right Abby. thank you so much good luck to you and your husband thank you for calling more of the rendezvous next I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Good evening. What a great show. I mean, you know, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup in French. Thank you so much for listening to me nights after nights here on the Ahat Radio stations or on the Ahat Radio app. Talking of the app, by the way, have you ever heard my podcast, La Confession, La Confession, where the truth always comes out? I mean, if you love the Rendezvous show, you're going to love the podcast, because it's all about relationship questions. For instance, you know, there's one about do you regret or treasure one-night stands, your one-night stands. Just think of your own one-night stands. Do you treasure them or you regret them? And you want to know my answer and my guest answer. There was this great podcast about a question like this. So all you got to do, a hot radio app, type La Confession, and then you have all the episodes coming up, and you're going to have a great time. Um, you can always call me, 855-905-8255, and you can always email me all day, all night, at therendezvousshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show.